Dalton here with the Halfway Healthy Show. We'll keep this intro real short and sweet. We have some awesome sponsors you can check out in the description of the episode. It really is the best way to support the show and keep food on my kids' plates. So let's get right into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Halfway Healthy Show. I'm your host, Dalton Main. With me today is our guest that we just can't get rid of. We can't get anybody else to fill a spot, so he's here again. Hey, Corey, how you doing, buddy? Thank you for having no other option. I appreciate it. No problem, dude. You having a good day? Uh, just getting started, baby. I don't What's wake new up. with you? I'm not an early riser. Come on now. I got some family in town. We're staying up. We're playing games. We're having fun. Your boy won out last night on mm. Mario Kart and Super Mario Party. Won out. Did not even give anyone a chance. Undefeated, Undefeated huh? Oh yeah, dude. You're, you're making sure that family doesn't come back and visit. Absolutely. <laughs> I need a, I need a little me time, you know. I love it. I love it. Did you guys play? Uh, I have to I have to shout you out for giving the suggestion for poetry for Neanderthals. We bought that a couple weeks ago, I think, off of your suggestion. Killer game. Yeah, it's fun. Amazing. It's fun. I figured out that I am awful at it, but after playing it four or five times, I got a little bit better. But I struggle deeply with. Uh, my syllables, I guess. Yeah, there's no only a couple. There's only a couple times I've played it. So poetry for Neanderthals, for you fools out there who uh, are looking to reduce your screen time and maybe interact with humans a little bit more. Uh, it's a game where you are given you're given a term or multiple terms, and you have to get your team to know what your terms are, but you can only describe them with one syllable words. And some people just don't understand the game. You know, like I have yeah. a brother-in-law who was playing it and every single time he would say multiple syllable words, you know, and, and you know, he would say, okay, one syllable, one syllable, got it. And then his first word would be like, Atlanta. I'm like, dude, that's three fucking syllables. What are you doing? Yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> like, what? That's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. And then, and then the other, the other part of it too, is that like the thing that I struggle with for many games is you just come to a complete standstill and you just use you just start saying single words instead of trying to build a sentence, which is the whole point of the game is to say a sentence. You're going to sound like an idiot, but that's the point. You sound like a Neanderthal instead of just saying like single words to describe like ice cream. You just say like cold, eat. And it's like that helps nobody when you just start like describing like individual, like you just have to say a full sentence and then you say a couple of those in a row and people are like, oh, okay. And you start getting that flow. But yeah, it was brutal brutal yeah. for my first couple of games but it's a great time and you and you just have to fucking there, there's a little bat an inflatable bat that comes with oh, yeah. it and you blow it up and you just beat the absolute piss out of the person when they say more than one syllable yeah, yeah. it's a great Fun chance game, to get some rage out for your family members yeah, it is um well i had to uh well first i guess let's just start off with with your story because i want to jump into something after so i want to know if you've got anything for us this week for the audience that you want to share yeah i, I mean insights a... into Corey's mind and into his day-to-day -day. <laughs> oh god stay out stay out um i've got a couple things that i could talk about today um a couple of them patient stories more of them just like work related than anything um, number one, I got to talk about because I'm a little bit upset about it and I want to know your thoughts. And if you're getting something similar out there in the Arcanus saw masks, dude, masks are coming back. Are they coming back for you? <laughs> no, not in Arkansas, dude, bro. They don't fuck with that. They just announced at my hospital that there is another new COVID vaccine and that it's combined with the flu vaccine. And you can, you can still do like a declination if you wanted to. So you can just go and get a separate flu shot if you wanted to. And I haven't done any research on the new one yet. So I don't know if I'm going to get it. I'm not innately against vaccines by any means, but it just seemed like the first ones didn't just, just didn't really work that well, you know? So yeah. I uh, want to do some research and they said, just so you know, if, uh, if you decide to decline this new vaccine, you will be mandated to wear a mask for one year till it was like end of july next year wow that's interesting because like I, I well what is it does flu season go all the way to july because that's something that i, I don't know because i know that so prior to prior to covid i remember at the two big hospital systems that i've worked at both of them had a policy to say that if you decline the flu shot just like the general flu shot you do have to wear a mask and i think it was for the duration of 
flu shots and or sorry the duration of the flu season which i believe is it may go all the way to march from like october to march maybe is and that's like the i remember from the oasis documentation for you know god oasis i'm pretty sure twitching yeah whenever it asks you about the flu season like is it in the flu season i think it's october to march so yeah and i and i know before people had to wear their masks whenever they didn't get their flu shot for that so yeah so which i mean covid's still here hasn't gone anywhere in fact i'm pretty sure it's like rampant right now wasn't there it like we had our first one million day again it was like 1.3 million new cases in a day recently it's like i mean it's it's still here you know yeah and it can be bad but just like anything else you know the flu shots you know the flu's bad just yeah the cold fucking sucks if you're a man you know how bad getting a cold is so I don't know. I just, I'll have to do some research before making a decision. I want to be informed because last time I feel like I just did it because they told me to, you know, and, uh, and you know, you don't, it felt like healthcare workers had to take a stance. It was like either you get the vaccine or you're an anti-vaxxer, you know, and like you had to like stand with your profession. So I don't know. I mean, I always recommend anybody being informed with decisions when it comes to their health, but not looking forward to potentially having to wear a mask again for another year. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, you know, we could get into the weeds for a whole episode on that, but like what you just said, I think is the, it's just so fucking unfortunate whenever it was like, if you, if you even questioned it, you were an anti-vaxxer, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. I got vaccinated too. I was one of the first ones in December whenever it came out. You were the first, of, actually. The I pioneer. Was, yeah, I was, I was patient zero. But they, yeah, they, I mean, I'm with you. Like, I, I'm not a, I, I'm, I'm not against it by any means, but I'm also just not super, I'm not jumping in line to get another booster or to get another vaccine. Because like you said, it didn't really work. I got COVID like after getting the vaccine and I was fine. But um yeah, I don't know. It's And I had, I mean, I had a patient and I didn't even know they were doing this. I had a patient that was scheduled to get their seventh dose of the COVID yeah, vaccine that, in October. Yeah. I didn't even know there were that many still out. So yeah, no, no, I, obviously I, whatever's going on, it's not working. You know, that's seven in three years. You don't get that many vaccines for anything else. So obviously it's not as efficient or effective as it's probably intended to be, I don't know. Like I said, more research to be done. I'm not here to yeah. say I'm not going to get it no matter what. I'm here just to say, I'm going to do some research this time before I do. Yeah. I hear you. What else you got? You said you had a um, second one. And I, I actually uh, took on, I do have a patient story too, but I wanted to talk to you about this because I took on my first student. Damn boy. Granted it was only like a one day experience, but I do have like a full-time student coming up in October or something like that. And so it was, it was a nice experience just to kind of get my feet wet. And I, you know, I, I just, it was sprung on me, by the way, we do have a a work email, but who has time to check their work email? You know, I come in, I do my job, I leave. So, uh, my boss comes in, she says, all right, your student's going to be here in five minutes. And I said, the fuck you're talking about? (laughs) What the fuck do you mean? And so, uh, he was a cool guy. He was from one of the local PT programs around where I'm at. And, uh, they were in their second year or something like that. So they, you know, they've gotten their feet wet a little bit. Um, you know, they've gone through a lot of the coursework that's required for PT school. Now it's just getting those experiences. So the way their program worked, it was very, it was not similar to ours whatsoever, but they would go and do like a day experience at each one. And then after they went through the day experiences, they would prioritize, you know, I want more experience here, less experience. And they would kind of rate it that way, which I think is kind of cool. It is cool. But uh, the day that I had my student was like the most fucking wild day of all time, because I'm not really, I'm not really sure how to manage my time. I still have documentation to do. He's only there for a day. So I'm not going to teach him how to use our documentation system. You know, that would be a waste of time. I'm just trying my best to just submerge the experience itself and just kind of give insight where I can. But um, I just, I can't help but feel like I did a really bad job. You know, (laughs) like, I feel like I was the clinical instructor I would have wanted, but also probably most people don't want the experience that I would have wanted, you know, like I just kind of said, yeah, this is what they tell you in school, but this is probably the most efficient way to do it. And like the guy's going to go back and fail his fucking test and be like, oh, my, (laughs) my clinical instructor at, at Piedmont told me to do it this way. So I don't know, man, it's, it was fun. 
And it was cool, like interacting and kind of talking about the school experience and seeing how different these PT programs can be from each yeah. other. Um, but I did my best, to, like try to dial back and like, all right, what did they teach you in school? Not like, what did you just pick up on and, you know, figure out because I'm going to like, this kid's going to be a mess now going back to school and being like, well, why would we do it this way when in the evaluation, I never saw him do this or whatever, you know, he didn't test right. reflexes on every single patient. It's like, well, you don't fucking need to test reflexes on every single patient if it's not appropriate, you know? So, um, have you had a, like a student or a shadower or anything no, like that yet? No, 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 no. I mean, I got out of outpatient pretty quickly and in home health. I mean, they just, just don't do students. I mean, I've had, I've trained new hires, but that's it. Never I mean, that's kind of similar. Did you train any new grads? They were a f no, they were a former friend there there. And they were, they, they've been a PT for longer than I was. So it was just about training them on home health specific. That was it. A, f a former friend. Did the training that? experience just they didn't do it for you anymore they're <laughs> yeah, just not a friend anymore yeah they were friends anymore no I didn't, I didn't realize i said that that's a fucking weird thing to say no they were they were, they, were, they are a friend this and is they, my, my phone i, I met friend yeah and, uh, i met somebody that i knew i met just like somebody that i had known already so it wasn't like somebody i'd had you know seen before so i already knew we were just basically just hanging out and i was just showing her how to do the documentation and what home health was that was really we call it. those friends just right. so you know <laughs> that's why i realized that i if you're still, uh, if you still want to be associated with them. Yeah. Right, just friends. Right. But no, I've never had a student and I've had, I think I had a buddy that was in home health that said that they, they had a student or they were talking about bringing in a student. It just doesn't really make sense. And like on a business perspective for people that don't know, whenever like let's say hospitals or outpatients or other physical therapy clinics, when they take in students, this may sound bad, but it's also just free work. So like they get to use that student as a clinician that's supervised, of course, but they can, a lot of those students, depending on where they're at and their in their uh, curriculum, they can see patients and that's a positive for the clinic. It's positive for the student as well, because they can see people as an, a quote unquote independent uh, PT while they're getting supervised and asking questions and going back and forth. But in the home health field, it would just be like, you're standing behind the student while they're working with somebody you can't just like send them in a car like to some random house and do their own thing that would be very uh illegal so yeah it's i just don't think it doesn't really make a lot of sense and it would suck too because if you get a student who just sucks or they're just like bad to be around they're just like always in your passenger seat and you're just like oh, i just fucking hate you you got a you got a 45 minute drive in yeah. silence you're like well let's just yeah i just uh put your headphones in buddy no, I don't, yeah it, it would be rough yeah so, no, really i mean so our student experiences, and I'm sure yours was very similar to mine. I mean, the latter half, we had four clinical rotations. The first one, you are a fucking invalid. You're basically an aide for the first half of it. And then you kind of start like messing around with like direct supervision. Second one, you get a little more autonomous. You know, the latter half of your third one, you're totally independent. And your last one is like, I'm just free labor at this point because I know the job. And all you need is just for a, a actual clinician a physical therapist to sign off on your notes you know they don't yeah. ask you any questions they don't help you with anything it's just like almost an annoyance like hey i need to see this next patient are you gonna like sign off on this note so i can get it done yeah um but yeah i don't know so i got my full like first student experience coming up and i definitely learned some stuff from this one maybe like some things i probably shouldn't lead with or like maybe yeah. some things i should brush up on for, you know, because they do ask good questions and I could go to that, you know, go to this guy and be like, Hey, what's the, what's the test cluster for this? And I mean, he's like, boom, boom, boom. It's like, shit, I don't remember any of that dermatome? stuff. Yeah, exa exactly. 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 So, yeah, so we'll see. I got some, uh, I got some work to do too. And like the first, right off the bat, the first thing they come in, you know, I'm not even thinking about it. And, uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, I come on over and I introduce myself and, uh, my coworker next to me, it's like, just like kind of took him under the wing. It was like, do you need like a fridge for your lunch? And like, they're just like sitting there with their lunch in their lap. And I'm like, it's like things you don't even think about, you know? So yeah, like, I was, fucking, I was all sorts of nervous. Yeah, but it worked yeah. out. It worked That's out. Good. That's good. I do have a patient story, but I want to hear you talk a little bit too. Okay. So I, we may, <laughs> we may be able to get to your patient story, but I have, I have a couple segments that I want to hit before I want to make sure we don't run out of time. Okay. So uh, we can jump into it. Cause I actually don't have a patient story this week. This is what I wanted to talk about. So okay. well, that's fine. Um, I can save mine too. All good. Well, we'll see. We may have some time before five minutes to health. But um, first of all, want to shout out 
our, our new shirts, the little Healthy Bird shirts, baby. Clean. Little gradient action going. Little logo. These are not for sale. Not for sale. Just wanted Depending to on the price. Good-looking shirt. That's true. Yeah. It needs thousands of dollars for this shirt right here. I cannot wait to take that off of you. Hey, so the first the first thing that I wanted to show is a video that Corey actually doesn't know. So I am excited to share this. So last week, Corey talked about his experience going on uh, mountain biking for the first time. And what he doesn't know is that we actually have footage. satellite footage. We have satellite footage of him on the mountain bike trail. All right, let's do it. Can you see the video? Uh, I can now just load it up. Your friend that just got into their first mountain bike. No audio, no audio, no audio, no audio. Damn it. But I can already tell why you feel like this is me. <laughs> Here, let's do this. Hold on a second. And also while you're fixing the audio, it's the video's already wrong because I sized the bike way too high at the very beginning of the ride. <laughs> and when I went to put my foot down, I couldn't reach. And I just like toppled over to the side. Jesus. Okay. Let's try this. All right. There we go. We got it. Just in the end of, yeah, I just decided I wanted to challenge myself. Yeah, bunny hop. Bunny Not hop. Only is it a great workout, but you hit some of these trails and get going on the downhills, and it's pretty intense. Watch it, watch it. Ah, right now, I kind of <laughs> stick to the roadways a lot, but so that was a that was a how, live. How did you get look. that footage of me? I mean, it was a satellite footage, like you said. It was. Something Do I that need I to get to, some to pit vipers the next time I go out? Definitely. 100%. That's when I saw that. I was like, I know Corey went out like that. Yeah. It's going to take me a little bit of a little bit of time to gain that physique. So give me, you know, a couple months of training. And then maybe when I look like that again, we can, <laughs> uh, we can go out and do some more filming. That's awesome. Yeah. The, um, I was going to, could you hear that, uh, the audio decently well? I mean, I could, I could hear it. My favorite were his little, uh, eh, uh, ah. he's going, going downhill. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you, Momentus, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Momentus specializes in sports nutrition products designed to optimize your active life. They are trusted by experts like Dr. Andrew Huberman, Dr. Kelly Starrett, and over 150 professional and collegiate sports teams. Momentus takes pride in having the highest quality ingredients that are backed by rock-solid science. Still questioning their track record? Let me set it straight for you. Over 72% of NFL teams consistently purchase products from Momentus. When you're ready to grab some of the highest quality products on the market, go to livemomentous.com and use code DALTON15 at checkout to get 15% off your purchase. Again, that's livemomentous.com and use the code DALTON15 at checkout to get 15% off. Thanks again for Momentous for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. This episode is also sponsored by Neurogum. If you're tired of ripping through pot after pot of coffee, then you need to check out Neurogum. They have a range of gum and mints, so you can choose the flavor of your liking from classic peppermint to honey lemon and cinnamon. They come packed with caffeine, B vitamins, and my favorite, L-theanine. The theanine is a natural way to decrease those negative side effects that we get from drinking too much coffee, like jitters and anxiety. I notice whenever I use NeuroGum while I work, I get a little boost of energy and focus that's even better than coffee, which is saying a lot because Papa is a coffee addict. The best part is they offer a full refund, no questions asked, if you aren't completely happy with your purchase. Right now, exclusively for halfway healthy listeners, you can get 15 to 20% off their bags of gum or mints. If you just head on over to tryneurogum.com slash Dalton, that's tryneurogum.com slash Dalton, D-A-L-T-O-N, to claim your 15 to 20% off. Thank you, Neurogum, for sponsoring this episode. Okay. So yeah, that was, uh, I just, I saw that and I was like, fuck, I didn't even realize that Corey posted his biking experience online, but, uh, it was beautiful. They were just talking about how, uh, I, they didn't, they didn't show the wrecks. I think it probably just to, you know, to save you and your embarrassment, but that was a great, that was a great representation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, um, I'm not going to make my assumptions on what exactly you thought made that look like me. 
I'm going to try not to get my feelings hurt. I'm just going to no, soak no, you, that in. And you and shouldn't, it was strictly the, it was the helmet and the glasses. Was yeah, just, now that was what I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to hit my wife because of this. I hope you feel good about that. I do. Great I do. job. The, the next segment and that, sorry, so that was obviously, you know, it was, it was all jokes. Okay. It was all jokes. This is a, a serious segment because I think this would, this would be a lot of fun to do. I think that, and I didn't even tell you to tell you about this either. No, I want to start opposites. I, yeah. Cause I, I want this to be serious. Cause I think it'd be entertaining for people to know kind of how our minds work as okay. PTs in terms of how we would look at a person online or somebody who walks in our office and how we would diagnose them just off of like the visual uh, cues, right? The objective stuff, right? So basically I'm calling this the, you know, name that diagnosis or like, what would your diagnosis be based off of this video? Okay. okay. So yeah. I think, I think this would be fun and we can, we can both kind of take turns, take turns doing it and kind of what we would. Sounds like you got to work on the name of this segment a little bit. We'll do some brainstorming. Yeah, we need to. It's just like, you know, guess that guy. I actually think I had a good one. I just didn't write it down. But anyways, it's just, you know, seeing something and then guessing what you would, what you would diagnose this person as. Okay. okay. So you ready? All right. I see it. This is a, it's a news, a news article. Devil woman is considered a medical miracle. Laura Esterman okay? was struck yeah. by lightning nearly a month ago and she was considered officially dead. Thankfully, CPR from her mom revived her heart, but she laid in a coma for two weeks and then she defied all odds and woke up. Well, what the? <laughs> just, just Art, but she laid in a coma <laughs> for two weeks, and then she defied all odds and woke up. <laughs> well, obviously. All right, I got my diagnosis. Problem with that tape? She doesn't really sound like that. She doesn't remember the accent for the evidence. Okay, what do you got? We, we call that? that we call that Tourette's. Next, easy. <laughs> gave, it gave her the Tourette's. Okay, that was the only footage they had of her. That, that was, was it. That yeah. was that woman's moment to shine, and they published that. <laughs> what the okay. hell? I I don't know, man. I I don't know how that happened. I don't know how it happened at all. Okay, this is this is the next one. At first, I thought that it was fucked up on your side. I did too, because I I don't know why I don't know why I did that, but. Okay. All Here right. You ready? Here's the next one. Her name is Tiziana. This fucking guy. I diagnose him with too much self-confidence. I love and appreciate you, princess, and I want you to know. We'll pause it there at a little posture assessment. So what do you got going on with this guy? All right, dude. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a little bit of lordosis there in the lumbar spine. A little. Which is making me just absolutely focus on that. Yeah! That he's got going on back there. <laughs> Wowzers. Wowzers. I diagnosed this guy with the ferocity and, and sexuality of, of the gods in the sky. I mean, the guy is, the guy is yoinked. And he's his, absolutely massive. His trunk is stout. And the boy, Absolutely. the boy's got some flexibility. He can really pop that chest out and then squeeze that doinker out and behind him. I mean, he is just, he's a specimen. That but dude could that, tickle me and I'd never be able to get away. I mean, the, the growl, can we play the growl one more Absolutely. time? Absolutely. Please do. That, that had to, I mean that at the beginning, Ooh. so I'm, I'm listening to, I'm listening to this and I so see he's that like, it says this gorilla walk is dedicated to this girl who is, is this girl dead? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm so confused for people that are just listening. It's a, it's a man. He, it says I'm dedicating this gorilla walk to Teriana. And it just says it's a girl up in the sky, like fading in. And then he looks up and he like, you know, gives a little prayer hands and then he growls, he rips his shirt off and he walks like a gorilla. And, um, I, I, I don't know if this is a joke. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be very honest. I don't know if it's a joke. I don't know if this is a truly a, a dead girl that he's dedicating a walk to, but I want, let's hear that growl one more time. Mm -hmm. Also, wasn't that a lion growl, but then it's the gorilla walk? This dude's like a fucking griffin. Half gorilla, half, uh, half lion. Man, 
the shoulders too. Yeah. yeah, man. Imagine. So, you know, this girl, if she's not dead, if she has rest in peace, obviously, if not, she's not. she, she's 16 years old going to her first prom. The date comes to pick her up. The dad rips off his shirt, screams like a lion and walks at him like this. What do you do? Are you, are you leaving? I, I, I think I, I can't get away from what you just said before. I think you just exposed this guy by a hundred percent. That was a lion roar and he's doing a gorilla walk. Yeah, that is, it needs to be checked. He needs to be checked on what he's, what he's putting out there. He better be walking like a lion in the next video. Absolutely. Get on all fours, baby. Bark yeah. for me. <laughs> Do they bark? Wow. Okay. But yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. So I don't know if you enjoyed that segment, but I'll, you know, I wanted to, to bring that out and, and just Dude, I was ready. I turned my clinical mind on. The humor was <laughs> off. I was ready. I was like, fuck, I'm not going to know what this shit is. I'm going to like screw this up. You're a little no. scared, and then all of a sudden you're like, and of course the video fucking shorted out, so it didn't work. Of course, but you know, you get the you get the gist. Yeah, the news anchor for sure. At first, if we had to diagnose somebody, diabetes type two. Yeah, poor guy, poor guy. But that's you all I got. It. You said it. Yeah, yeah I said you, it. I. <laughs> you're right though. It was like that lady's time to shine after surviving a lightning strike, and. um they they did her they did her wrong they did her wrong. So go ahead. I guess we got we got five minutes. Can you can you squeeze your story into five minutes? Um, your patient story, or do you want to jump right into the five minutes to health? You know what? I, I can yeah I can I can squeeze it I can squeeze it because this was fun and uh, I'm sure something like this has happened to you and it's also kind of a PSA not just a patient story. Mm -hmm. um, documentation accuracy in healthcare is so goddamn important. And like doing your chart review, I've always like that is a big priority for me before I go and see a patient. Like if I don't have adequate time to do a chart review, I'm not going to see the patient. Like I, I will I will defer that treatment every single time because you never know what you're walking into ever. So I get a patient added onto my schedule. I do have time to sit down and read the documentation. He's got a lot of stuff going on, you know. He's um, kidney failure. He's getting a port placed because he's going to have to start doing dialysis. And so he's staying for a couple days for the, because the port placement's basically like a little surgery, like a procedure. Mm -hmm. Then they have to monitor. Then they have to do the first couple of rounds of um, dialysis in the hospital. So I'm seeing him basically just getting out of bed, you know, talking through options as far as discharging. Are you going to be able to go outpatient dialysis? How are you going to get there? You know, just simple stuff like that. So I do my, you know, I, I get prepared and I walk in and there are those patients that you just walk in on and they're nothing like their documentation. So this guy is slid all the way down in his bed, in his hospital bed. So, you know, we're, we're big on positioning, you know, but he's slid all the way down. So like, I don't know if he's sitting like Indian style or like W sitting. Whoa, 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 or, whoa, whoa. Can't say that anymore. Whoa. Chris, Chris applesauce. You just ha you just had a, a video called the Gorilla Walk, and you're gonna call me out on that. He said it. My boy, my boy. All right, it. Chrissy, Chrissy, Crossy, Applesaucy. That's what we'll call it. W sitting or something like that. Just positioned freaking awkwardly in the bed. So I'm going in there. You know, we're chatting about prior level function. How do you move at home? How do you get around? Who's available to help you out? Um, what equipment do you have? We're getting through a lot of it. And so I tell him, I'm like, all right, time to see you move. You know, I want to see how you move. Maybe we can get up to the edge of the bed. If you're feeling good, we could try standing. We can take some steps if that sounds good to you. Um, and this whole time, I mean, has, has not led me to believe anything is wrong. He's just like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Go to pull back the covers. The dude has no fucking legs. No, no legs on either side. <laughs> Above knee amputations on bilateral legs. And in nowhere in his chart did it say anything about it. And oh, I just, you know, so I had to say, like I just, yeah, I just told this guy, all right, let's get up and let's go on a little walk. What do you say? And he said, okay. He was, he was ready to just get down on them stubbies and just, just pitter patter with me or something. Would have been even better know. if you would have just walked out of that room with him on your shoulder, like with his arms around you and you were just like walking out of there. Mm -hmm. I told me we were going on a walk. Yeah, none of you like none of you fuckers told me that he had no legs. So now I have to walk him. Yeah, dude, he could just he could just God, reach around that's... my shoulders and grab his stubs and just he could be my little backpack. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that's a PSA too. 
what the fuck if you had that patient why are you not putting into his history that the dude has no legs i mean it was after that happened i said okay we got to talk about this a little bit because what the fuck's going on here he had had you know the uncontrolled diabetes couldn't afford his medication so thanks to you ozempic users couldn't get his medication Mm -hmm. um had you know first got rid of a toe infected got rid of the transmetatarsal amputation which is like the front foot so like basically all the toes it would be like here on the foot um goes to the below knee goes to the above knee on both legs just as losing his entire body and uh just didn't feel like it was important to mention any of that yeah. you know he did mention to me he said i don't do much walking these days and that's all he said you know, and like so makes sense there's always there's always those fun surprises when you go into a patient's room and you're like well god damn i really wish i would have known this and prepared for this before i walked in so i didn't tell the dude with no legs let's get up and go for a walk looking like a fool i can't think of like a specific instance but i know i've done this multiple times where it's not been charted correctly or just not super specific but i'll I'll go in and, and I'll say, okay, well, let's, you know, let's, let's get up and go for a walk. And then they go, I can't walk. And you, and you get this all the time with people who go, I can't walk. And then they're, and then I go, well, you can't walk at all. And they're like, well, I have to use a walker. And I'm like, that that's walking. I know. Yeah, I hate that, that. What is, I don't know why that's a, it to me, it does not make sense at all. Like in the lease, but I, maybe I'm in the wrong or maybe I'm just an idiot. Cause I, it, it happens so often or people go, I can't walk. And I'm like, what do you mean? You can't walk. And they're like, well, I've got to use a walker. And I'm like, that is, that is walking. You just have to have an aid. Right. But there's been instances where they're like, I can't walk. And I'm like, well, what do you, what do you mean? And they're like, I haven't walked in 10 years. I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry for telling you that we were going to walk. Cause they're like, you know, they just get, haven't walked in 10, 15 years. And I feel like that's, that's the stereotype around it is like, nobody wants to use an assistive device because they don't want to be that person like disabled or whatever it might yeah. be. But you could be in, in the eyes of health clear, healthcare clinicians, you can be independent is fuck using a walker like i oh, could yeah. i could let give a patient an independent status if they use a walker so the fact that people think oh no i, I don't walk i just use a cane it's like what the fuck do you mean you're independent yeah, with your walking you just need yeah. that to steady yourself a little bit it's fine it's very yeah it's very strange like the the verbiage that people that people use and they say i can't walk like what do you think i don't know it, negative yeah, I've, negative connotation to it I've, yeah i've had that happen though for sure where you it, in home health it's it mostly around like the living environment where if the doc if people don't document how awful a living environment is if they don't say anything i just assume that it's fine like it's normal to really clean but if they don't document that there's bugs or there's dog shit smeared in the carpet or it's it's a hoarder house and you walk up and you you, you drive up and you're expecting just a normal visit and you walk up and you think fucking hell this is gonna be awful you leave everything in the car you put booties on that's the kind of stuff that i i hate driving into without getting like good documentation on i mean good for your physicians out there because when i was doing home health we had none of that i mean if it was was just bad bad the nurses like prior and i do it too if i'm doing like a if i'm doing the first visit i'll make sure to note you know of course if there's any weird stuff but the the nurses do a good job of that it's just sometimes they don't or somebody doesn't say something and you go in and you're like wow that should have been, yeah. There's a dead body in the corner. And it's been yeah, there for a week. I know. You, didn't say anything you have it. like the the dirty needles on the table. You have the loaded handgun in the patient's lap, and you walk in. You're just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. What's going on? How long have you been there? Yeah, I don't know. Weird, weird it's stuff. Weird. But here, that's my PSA: do your chart review, physicians or whoever sees the patient first. Do better. Let your let your coworkers know what they're walking into, so they can help that person. Yeah. End story. Love it. That was Love five it. minutes ish. Yeah, you took seven, but we'll deduct that from your pay, so that's fine. Understood. Um, okay. Let me. Is it time? Shite together. I believe it's time. Ooh. So, for everybody that knows and doesn't know, I'm going to say it again, anyways. We do a segment every week called Five Minutes to Health, where we talk about five different things that we think is important that we want to dish out to the world about health. And here are the five minutes. To health here is here are help me out with my verbiage Corey. here was here was the five minutes to health for this week take off your headphones i'm gonna take off the cans do it faster this is your five minutes to health yeah all right five minutes to health here we go number one so you want to know how mitch mcconnell has been playing the best game of national television freeze tag 
there are really three theories out there. He's having seizures. He's having what's called a TIA or he's a lizard. I personally think he's having TIAs. Now, of course, I don't know this for sure, but let me tell you what a TIA is and you can think on it yourself. So a TIA is a transient ischemic attack or what's referred to as a mini stroke sometimes. The brain gets decreased blood flow temporarily leading to neurological symptoms for a short time, like possibly what McConnell's going through. So unfortunately, people who get a TIA are more likely to have more than one. Politics annoy me, but this guy needs some help. And having had multiple instances back to back, he needs it soon. Next. Some people don't want a woman to be their surgeon. It's 2023, and unfortunately, some people are still idiots, and I'm not sure we'll ever overcome that. This shouldn't even matter, but let's just look at this study that was done in Sweden and Canada showing the difference in outcomes between men and women who were surgeons. Surgeons who were women had better outcomes, flat out. It showed that they had lower risk of something bad happening even up to 90 days post-op. Again, we all know smart women, and I can tell you for sure, I know a lot more dumb men. Also, also, I don't care what gender they are. They're surgeons. Let's judge surgeons on their outcomes, performance. That makes sense, right? Like people are insane, misogynists, but hopefully we can just continue to shut them out with data. Next, Kim Kardashian recently raved about doing a full body MRI. She first spoke on medical imaging when she got an x-ray to prove to everyone that her butt was real which is kind of like showing off your 23andMe till people know that you're 1% black. It's really not necessary. It's fine. We'll just take your word for it. So these full body MRIs, they're really like, she spoke of one company called Pernuvo and it's just like what they sound. They're full body scans to detect disease, cancer. There are a few problems. One, clearly being cost. These things cost around $2,000, which for those wondering, I did the math, in Kim Kardashian dollars, that's around a nickel. For her. Also, they're just unproven. There's a risk for false positives and finding stuff that seems concerning. You spend money on it and ends up being just fine. It's a tough position, but ultimately they're still just too expensive and inconsistent to recommend everyone get one. Next, when you're trying to lose weight, some of you are doing way too much. You're cutting back calories so much that your body goes into starvation mode and you hit a standstill. You have no energy and you feel defeated. A new study came out looking at females who exercised four to 10 times per week and what happened when they ate too few calories. They found that they did lose weight, not significantly more than those that ate slightly more calories, but they also lost muscle mass and had a decrease in sports performance. This just shows why you shouldn't be killing yourself eating too few calories because you're not losing the weight you want anyways, and you're jeopardizing performance, mental health, and longevity. If you want to learn how to calculate how many calories you need to lose weight, let me know and I'll do a video showing you how to do it. Lastly, should you be wiping your ass? The answer might surprise you. Recently, someone on TikTok was asked, what do you use to wipe your bum? To which she replied, I actually don't wipe my bum. So of course, when we see that, we dig in and we find out a little bit more. She says, you know, if God wanted us to wipe our bums, he would have designed it differently. And in nature, animals don't wipe their bums, so why should we? Some valid points. And when a gastroenterologist checked in to give his take on this, he basically said, wipe your fucking ass. You don't live in the wild. And if you do, good, because I don't want to smell you. Not wiping can lead to UTIs, bladder infections, sepsis, and even death. Wipe, wipe, wipe. Or if you don't want to, get a bidet like Tushy and just dab. That's your five minutes to health, Corey. I'm on team wipe ass. Personally. Wipe ass. And it's, it's a great, I didn't, didn't tell you this, but I was noticing before I did the five minutes to health, you wore the perfect hat for that segment. Oh shit. Born to shit, forced to wipe. Yeah. But you know but what? I don't force You still wipe. Yeah. You still wipe though. You know, even I mean, if I didn't have this gun to my head, I'd still be down there getting first knuckle in cleaning out. Damn straight. All right, we working back to front again? Yeah, let's do it. Just just like our wiping back to front. Hell Wait. Yeah, baby. Wait. That's no, that's wrong. We talked about that. Don't don't be doing that. Dude, I will say though, on the really messy ones, for men only, sometimes you gotta get the extra pass the opposite way. You'd be shocked at what you're missing. Really? God, Dude, I don't 
I'm not give sure it a shot. Send me that. pictures of the results, okay? Let me know how you feel. In fact, just FaceTime me before you do. That's for the that's for the Healthy Birds Patreon. That is it's for just, the Healthy Birds Patreon. It's just it's just white pictures. Jesus Christ! All right, what do you got? What do you got what in the first one? I mean, for last one. I mean, I don't. It, yeah, you, I just I don't even. Really you don't know have what to say. To say. Yeah, I don't know what to say. You don't. You. You take a shit. I mean, sometimes we've all been victims of uh, being a little too expedited or maybe not having a nice quality toilet paper. You leave 30 minutes later, you got a fucking itchy ass. And you think, well, God damn it. Let's go back. So I can't imagine the crustaceans, the barnacles growing down there if you just got mm -hmm. an itchy ass all the time. That's just not right. I mean, yeah. And it's just, I don't, I, I love that people still go to the, well, our ancestors didn't, or our, the, the animals in the wild. It's like, you don't live 2000 years ago and you're not an animal in the wild. So it's like that just whenever people start saying that it's like, we weren't designed to do that. Or we, people didn't do it 600 years ago. And it's like, yeah, well, guess what? They didn't fucking drive cars either, but you drive your car to work, you know, like you also brush your teeth. They didn't do that forever. You know, like I don't, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm so sure walk around with a stanky ass. All the I'm time. sure our ancestors, if they had a wet wipe in their hand, I'm sure they wouldn't use oh, it. They would, dude, they yeah. would love it. You, you make a good point. It's about technology. It's just about the technological advancements. It's like, Access. if they had, yeah. if they had dude wipes next to their fucking stone toilets, you know, they'd be wiping ass for sure, dude. Yeah. Do you know how much better? I mean, just, Imagine the scrotal stench back in those days, dude. Oh, None of those cave some... ladies were happy with that smell. Dude, no, get them some, some stanky... dude wipes. Yeah, there were some stanky dicks. Yeah, I got really nothing to say on that one except for please go on to that lady's TikTok and just harass her. <laughs> please. <laughs> I think, it's, I think she's, uh, she's probably gotten her fair share. But in those people who don't like to wipe, we talked about getting bidets. You know, mm -hmm. they're inexpensive. 60 bucks. Get one. Throw on your toilet, on your turlet, and get a little squirt squirt, and then all you gotta do is dab. And you could be opening up your life to a whole new different pleasure. You know, right. something that you didn't know you were into as well. Mm -hmm. Just give it a shot. Just right. give it a shot, you know? And everyone loves a nice ghost poop, but I could I could be, say I am ninety five percent certain that was a ghost poop. I'm still going through a couple times and making sure. So just yep. wipe your ass. 100%. Fair enough. That's all it is. Healthy bird stamp of approval, wipe your ass. Yep. Heard. What do you got in the next one? Four. We had uh, we had losing weight the wrong way. Yeah, I'd love for you to. About I, this. I mean, I know you said if you want to make a video, I'll expand on it more. But I'd love for you to just give us your three to minute spiel on this. Yeah, I think the I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video on it regardless. Maybe not of like to calculating if people don't want that, but I'm gonna do a video just talking about eating too few calories because it's something I'm passionate about because I've done it myself and I've seen it in friends and other people of just, they, they, they are wanting to lose weight in X amount of time. And so they cut their calories back to nothing and they get upset whenever they can't go biking, they can't go running like they used to, or they, they don't have the energy throughout the day or they're just always tired or they're drinking eight cups of coffee because they're just exhausted. Uh, and they stop losing weight. And a lot of that comes down to, to try to simplify it. A lot of it comes down to what I said in the bit of just, you're starving yourself, your body goes into starvation mode. And so in general, if you look online, it is very, very simple to look up. It's what's called a BMR calculator. It's a basal metabolic rate calculator. And what it is, is it just tells you if you are to wake up and not leave your bed you are going to burn this many calories based off of your size and your age. And then generally most BMR calculators allow you to put in a estimation of your activity level. And then based off of that, it will tell you, Hey, Corey, to maintain your body weight, you need X amount of calories. Let's say it's 3000 calories. And then you subtract from there. And if you eat less than 3000 calories, you are going to lose weight. Like it could be very, very small if you eat very little amount of calories, or if you, if you eat, you know, 500 calories below that. So if you ate 2,500 calories, then you're going to lose roughly, this is not perfect, but roughly a pound a week. So that is a simple way to do it. But there's a lot of people out there who their BMR with their activity level, like their maintenance calories could be 3000. And then they're, they're eating like 1200 calories. And then they, you lose a bunch of muscle. You lose like the, the study that was shown, like they lost in a span of, I think it was a few weeks. They lost like all over a pound of muscle 
just by eating that few of calories, which is horrible. Like yeah. muscle is the premier outcome or the, the premier measure of like longevity and performance and health. Like the, the fat obviously matters, but maintaining muscle mass is so important. And so losing that is, it's awful. So, so in the yeah. amount of time it took Dalton to just explain that I was able to calculate both of our BMRs. So hey. that, that's a good spot to start. Just something Beautiful. that's super quick and so, easy. So yeah. me tell people, at, yeah, at 31 at six foot four, 220 pounds, my BMR is 2,054 calories per day. So that means that Corey, by waking up, not getting out of bed, which is this, this blows people's minds sometimes, but that means by Corey waking up and just surviving, his body function needs to, like his body to function needs to burn 2,054 calories every day. That is not including him getting up and walking, him going to work, him using his brain, him going on a walk or exercising at all. Did, did the BMR calculator that you used, did it allow you to put an activity at all for a future? Or um, it, so it just breaks it down by calories. So that's just like the average. So yeah. then it has an activity level that adds. So it goes yep. from sedentary to very intense exercise. It doesn't really break down what each of them are. But, you know, let's say I'll take like this one exercise four to five times a week. Like I'll go yep. on a nice walk or do an activity probably four or five times a week. So that bumps it automatically up to 3,010 calories. See, and that's what I just I by put, living my daily life, going to work and doing exactly. a bare minimum activity afterwards. Hey, I just want to say while you're calculating that I did guess 3000 for you maintenance. You didn't say it though. So I did. I no, said, you didn't say I it. said, Corey estimate 3000 calories. I, I, I guessed it. No. The, so thank you purple carrot for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Are you tired of the same old boring meals every week? Do you want to eat healthier, but don't know where to start? And it's time to try purple carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based meal kit company that makes it easy and delicious to eat more vegetables. With Purple Carrot, you'll receive weekly deliveries of pre-portioned ingredients and recipes that are designed to be easy to follow and delicious to eat. Each recipe is created by professional chefs and features fresh, seasonal ingredients that are packed with flavor and nutrition. And because all of their meals are plant-based, you can feel good about what you're eating and the impact it has on the environment. So why wait? Sign up for Purple Carrot today and start enjoying delicious, healthy meals that will make you feel great from the inside out. As a special offer for our listeners, by clicking the link in the description, you can get 30% off of your first three boxes. Again, just click the link in the description and you'll get 30% off your first three boxes with Purple Carrot. Eat responsibly. Z-Biotics. Are you tired of the negative effects that alcohol can have on your body the morning after? Do you wish there was still a way to enjoy some alcoholic beverages? Well, there just might be. Z-Biotics is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic drink that helps you break down and process alcohol without the negative side effects. It's like having a personal bodyguard for your gut. Z-Biotics is backed with over 10 billion CFUs of scientifically backed probiotics that work to optimize your body's natural alcohol processing capabilities. And it has added electrolytes and vitamins, which makes it the perfect drink to enjoy before a night out. I know for myself, it drastically improved the way that I felt waking up the next morning after having a few too many drinks with my friends. So why not give Z-Biotics a try and experience the benefits of a healthier, happier gut? As a special offer for our listeners, you can go to zbiotics.com and use the code DALTON10 at checkout to get 10% off of your order. Again, that's zbiotics.com and use code DALTON10 for 10% off your first purchase of Zbiotics. Cheers to a healthier way to drink. But right. the that's what, and so, and I'm sure that may even surprise you, Corey. Like if you were wanting to lose weight, like you would think that 3000 calories is too much for some people, but that's, that's your maintenance. So if you ate 2,800 calories or you ate 2750, you're going to lose weight, especially if you're active, as you said, you were on that. So that's where people need to add and adjust depending on, you know, if, if your maintenance calories are 3000 and you eat 2,500 calories and you aren't losing weight, then you can go down a little bit, but you have to test it. And if you just start off too low, you're going to lose muscle mass. You're going to lose some fat, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's well worth it to take your time into, and if you eat a little bit more, you're going to be able to function better. You're going to have better mental health. You're going to be able to perform activities that you want to perform and not just be fucking dying for months. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've been there. And I, then I, I, know I, it, I did Dalton's sucks. as well. You're 29, right? Yeah. And then six, two. No, Bubby, I'm six foot flat. No way, dude. You're a giant in my eyes, yeah. baby. 
Well, I, I did six two for you, and then your slender one fifteen that you uh, carry around <laughs> daily. Uh, that would be fifteen fifty calories right. that you need Damn. to eat. Do you imagine six two one fifteen? Yeah, it's a might just like this. I'm looking at it right now. Light. Yeah, it's brutal. Look at you, a little bean pole. No, we don't body shame here. I'm sorry that I said that. I'm sorry. Right, that dude, I, said I, I showed a, I showed a video of a 400 pound guy riding a bike earlier and said it was you. So I think that we're, we're, we're fair. That's true. But I'm not as malicious <laughs> I think you as have you to are. Apologize. <laughs> I expect an apology after this. Actually, send me a fucking candle and a letter. Uh, All right, we spent enough yeah. time on that one. Yeah. Do it the right way. Go to um, Dalton Maine on YouTube for a more in depth breakdown on how you can lose weight healthier. You can also download our ebook on losing weight at healthybirds.org. Um, Kim K don't give a fucking bullshit rat's ass about if her butt's real or not. But let's talk about this full body MRI because there I've always said this. And I think I've actually talked to you about this too, is if the imaging that you're getting isn't going to influence a decision that you're making, then why are you getting it? You're, Mm -hmm. you're filling yourself with unnecessary information that could just scare you. That's not a big deal, you know? So there's the study that we learned about in PT school where they took like a hundred people that were symptomatic with back pain and a hundred people that were asymptomatic. I could be wrong with these numbers. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dalton, but they go to do imaging and they found no difference between the imaging on people who were symptomatic and asymptomatic. Some of the people who were symptomatic had some type of like mechanical pathology in their back. Others who had excruciating pain had perfect backs that didn't have any impact. So imaging isn't everything. It's not going to tell you all. Also, I question, will silicone even pop up on an x-ray on a radiograph? Because you, said, you good, said she got it was an x-ray, x-ray for yeah, the butt yeah, thing it's a good, and then got a full a good, body MRI. Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I don't know. It's a great it's a great question because I thought the same thing whenever I saw it. And I thought, is that is that is that like the gold standard of figuring out if somebody has acid implants? I don't know. I don't know. An easy way to find out if somebody has nipple piercings, but that's about it. I don't right. know. Or a nice right. little King Albert down there. But for me, so my patients, if they say, you know, oh, I'm in terrible pain. I just, I'm in terrible pain. I don't, I'm not going to get surgery, but I have to know what's going on. It's like, why the fuck why? are you getting imaging then? Like yeah. it's, it's not going to tell you anything. It's a waste of resources. That's money coming out of taxpayer dollars to get imaging that tells you nothing that you're going to do nothing with. It's a waste of fucking time. Yeah, I have a couple things on it. I think there I'm torn because I think that there I I've there's two sides to the argument that I I can I can see myself siding with with both, which is exactly what you just said on a lot of the times these images mean absolutely nothing. People can have, you know, uh they can have cysts that are asymptomatic that will appear like tumors, right? And then they'll go through series and series and series of tests just to find out that it's just like a a fatty lipoma or just a a little cyst or something, right? That doesn't really matter. And then you've got all this, you've either shelled out dollars or your insurance company or the taxpayers have sent out, shelled out dollars to get these tests and find out nothing, right? Um, on On the other side of that though, I could see a situation where if they were to get the price down, so if they were in like the few hundred dollars to like 500 bucks and it was on the on the same sort of scale as like, you know, after X amount of age. So, you know, like I think it's after 50, you get a colonoscopy every few years or every five years or something like that. Right. And that's preventative to make sure because if they catch it early, they can cure a tar fix or yeah, sure, cure a lot of the cases before they get way worse, way more worser. But the MRI stuff, the same situation is like if they can catch something. Maybe it's on a, you know, once you hit 50, they scan you every five years or every 10 years or something. But like that to me, it does make sense in a way because a lot of cancers can be taken care of if they catch it at an early stage and most, not most people, but a lot of people who pass away are because they catch it at a stage four. Right. And so that's where I'm torn. That's why I said at the end of the bit is like, I'm torn because I, I can see the benefit. I don't think it's there yet. Like not everybody can chill out two grand to go get their thing. And I don't think people should get those every year. Right. But I think there is a, a world where it, it would be nice to get a full scan every once in a while. And I mean like five years or, or something like that to just know, catch something before it gets worse, you know? And well, I, I don't know. So I'm, Ameri- that's why I'm torn. America would have to have a focus on prevention 
in order for something like that to happen. Yeah. And I don't know all the exact differences between all the different imaging, but I do see that where there could be a place for, you know, you turn 40 and you go get your 40 year PET scan or something mm -hmm. like that, that can just kind of see, because there are a lot of things that can sneak up on you that can be seen by this imaging. It's not for everybody, but we also go and have a doctor grab our ball sack and have us cough to make sure that we're preventing hernia or something like that. Or, you know, we're going to the doctor and if you have a good physician going and getting blood tests to make sure that everything's in line to prevent you from getting diabetes or something like that. But I just, I don't feel like that focus is there and you're right. It is unattainable for a lot of people. So I think that's I mean, a that good would be point. A cool... that, yeah. I think it's a good point, which you just made too, that what we should do is that this should not be a, a replacement for all of the things that we've been doing forever. So like I was just thinking, you know, a lot of younger women are at risk for breast cancer. This wouldn't be like a, a thing that you would do over your traditional mammograms, right? Like that you would do on a consistent basis, but some people neglect to do those as often as they should or do their breast checks to make sure that they don't have tumors. So the thing is, is like, if you, I guess this would be one of those things that like, if you did everything else underneath it, you got all of your yearly scans, you got your yearly checkups and your physicals and all that sort of stuff, you're probably going to be just fine. However, for the people who are over a certain age or who have the money to be able to pay for some, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I don't think we should be like pushing on everybody. And the last thing I'll say real quick is there is uh, Nico Health is uh, the Spotify, one of the Spotify founders or the Spotify founder. Um, he created a company called Nico Health. I believe it's out of Switzerland or Sweden, one of those Swiss, Swiss, Swiss company or countries. And they... Theirs is pretty inexpensive. I think it is between like the $250 and $500 range. And that's just like just coming out. Um, and so I think they're planning on bringing it over to America at some point. So we'll see. We'll see. And maybe maybe you and I will get an MRI like fully embraced, hugging each other and get a double MRI at the same time with the Nico Health. And then we'll be able to do some info. Who will be in who? Maybe we're docking. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. What else maybe. is there? Number two? Women's surgeons. All Bro, this it. is... So fucking hilarious, man. Yeah. I saw this. I saw this point that somebody commented on this. There's a really famous doctor on um, TikTok. I think she's called the the spine doc, maybe. She's a she's a surgeon and um, or maybe it's like the lady doc. It's one of those two. But anyways, she's like a huge following on uh, TikTok. She's still a practicing surgeon. All of her videos are like her in the, you know, the the what do they call it? The prep, like the prep room, like doing all of her stuff, like talking and, and everything. She's very inspirational to a lot of people. And she was talking about a surgery and some guy commented and he said, um, here, let me read you the, let me read you the, the comment. Cause it's just fucking, we'll, we'll put it up in the, in the short video too, but it is, uh, I can't ever trust a woman surgeon or a woman cop or a woman pilot. I'm sorry. Women are too emotional to handle their, the lives of others. It's like, what the dude people are so crazy man it's like I just because there's no because there's no emotional I, men that get rejected yeah. and bring a gun and to school and gun down exactly. 14 people or something just, like that it's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so fucked man i just I, I read that and that's why i said in the bit too is like i don't even know like we don't have to do this but here's a here's a, a study that showed that they had better outcomes and it's just it's just so silly it's like that shouldn't even cross your mind right it's just like there are and i was going to say this i just didn't have time but you know, just like we've said it before, I don't care what gender they are. There's good and there's bad surgeons. There's good and bad lawyers. There's good and bad PTs. There's good and bad accountants. Like just judge people off of their fucking abilities and not just hilarious that that's yeah. even still a thing. You know, in no way am I saying this judgment equates to what like maybe females get in healthcare or, you know, like gender inequality or anything like that. But I mean, the same goes for like people with tattoos in healthcare. It's like, just because somebody has a tattoo on their arm doesn't mean that they don't have the knowledge to help you or something like that. It's just, it's fucking sure. wild. The judgment that goes on it's, just yeah. constantly all the time about everything, not in health, it, not just in healthcare, but yeah. all, all the time. There was a, there was a video on YouTube that lined up like six guys right and they were all different you know age groups races looks tattoos no tattoos piercings no piercings and it was like a guess who had served whatever time in jail or guess who's the most successful or you know and they do right. stuff like that and it's always i feel like they do it on purpose to try to like break those stereotypes but it, it is just so i would never consider not going to see a surgeon if they 
obviously had their licensure, if they had a good track record, if they had good outcomes on previous surgeries, I would never think I'm going to go with this guy over this girl, even if right. he has worse outcomes. That would never happen. Yeah. Yeah. They, you, like, you like call the office and they're like, Hey, uh, Dr. Dr. Jones has really, really good reviews and I'm excited to, to schedule my sur surgery, but uh, I just wanted to call and clarify. Uh, Dr. Jones has a dick, right? You're like, no, he doesn't like, uh, mm, well, uh, I think I'm going to have to cancel. Just, yeah, it's so silly. It and, is. um, yeah, it just, I, I, I heard this from, I can't remember which comedian it was, but I, I have, it makes me think about things differently, I guess. So I've really taken it to, to heart, but I don't think that we'll ever get away from that. I really don't like no matter how much reform, how much, you know, uh, picketing and all this other shit of like, you know, I just think that there's always going to be idiots. Oh yeah. There's I mean, always going to be people be who are going to be racist, misogynist, like just, I, and it's, it's sad, but it's like, just hopefully we can just keep, you know, calling them idiots and they're just pieces of shit. So it's yeah, like, you know, I, it's a, I, think I just think that, that we're not going to get away from that. And so it's just like, you know, we got to, we got to move on. And it's just, it's just hilarious that it still exists, but I think it will always exist. People are just dumb. I mean, I think it'll always exist in our lifetime, but I am hopeful that it will eventually. Cause I mean, think about the progress we've made just in like a hundred years, like a hundred years yeah. ago, what stuff looked like compared to now, sure. like 50 yeah. years ago, it's a spectrum. there has been a lot of progress, but we're still not there. I feel like humans have a lot to improve on. And overall, yeah. I think we're pretty fucking shitty. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's me. Um, let's end off with uh, your first one. Old, old Mitchie, Mitchie M. Boy looks like he doesn't have a thing going on in his brain. Dude, it's... And th th I, these are the people that we're choosing to run our country. Ooh. I know. I know. It's, I don't get uh, pol political, it's but... It's sad. I don't either. And I, I'm going to be very, very upfront here and say, I... You could ask me right now who he is, and I know his face. I don't know what the fuck he does. I'm going to be honest. And I know he's... I Maybe I shouldn't like him. Maybe I should. Don't know. And that's just how deep I am in politics. But I will tell you that the poor guy is going through something and he probably should not be running any sort of, because you and I have seen quite a few TIAs and I don't know. Okay. Other people have said that they think it's probably seizures. Um, and I, I don't know, but I will say that I've seen people that get TIAs and they are, I guess I've seen the whole spectrum, right? Like TIAs that you're like, Oh no, that was a fucking full blown stroke. Like dude, you have like, full-blown stroke symptoms following it and other people who have a TIA and they're, they seem mostly fine. And, you know, I didn't know them before, but it, you know, especially when you get people who have had like three, four, five, ten 10 TIAs, it's just it's a little scary. Yeah. Know? Mostly in the way they differentiate between a stroke, you may have said this in the clip, I don't remember, but the way they differentiate between a stroke and a TIA, a trans ischemic attack is just the, how long the symptoms last. So for exactly. a TIA, you'll return to baseline you know, basically before you can get any medical intervention, whereas the strokes, you have those lasting deficits, whether it's cognition, speech, um, you know, weakness on one side, numbness, facial droop, something like that. And then they'll yeah. consider that a stroke. So I don't know. It seemed, I guess this guy returns to baseline. I don't know. I've never had a fucking conversation with him or not, but. But the thing is too, is that even if, like, if, even if it's a temporary decrease in blood flow to the brain, like sometimes, sometimes you don't return fully to baseline. Like there's some, there's some deficits, but maybe not fully uh, considered in the qualification of a stroke or something like that. That's my understanding of it. But either way, like it, it shows that there's something not like something is wrong and yeah. he needs some, needs some help or some supervision or just needs to not be in office, you know, yeah. but well, I'm ready to round this thing out, but I do have, this is strictly for you. I don't think any viewer we have is going to be interested in this whatsoever. So we don't have to touch on it very long, but did you see from our, our music scene who announced that they're running for president? Oh my God. It's about Franz. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Just tell the people real quick. Cause yeah, you're right. I mean, the... I, I don't really know what to say. I don't really know much about him, but he's the front man of a metal band called Attila. I think their, their genre is self-titled like party core or party metal or something <laughs> like that. They sing yeah. about drinking beer and screwing girls and doing drugs and eating. I don't know. I like, it's just weird music. It's weird. Now, yeah. Now he's saying that he's rubbing, running in the uh, libertarian category or something like that, or like an independent party, or I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just funny to see this guy that came from a band that nobody knew about 
ended up growing a very successful um, studio, music studio, very successful clothing line. Um, and now taking that money and thinking, well, I made I made some shirts that sold, so I guess I can run a country. Right. So I want to be clear too. If if people go and listen to Attila, I'm not going to speak for Corey, but I think he feels the same way. Like they they are like in our genre kind of that we like, like in that scene, I guess. But Corey said, I'm not a Attila fan. I will say, no. like there's a they're, they're not my kind of music, they're but they joke. are like in the same scene, like Corey said. But they're like, a joke. Yeah. yeah, they're the joke of the they're genre. A joke. Yeah. Yeah, they're like the butt of jokes. It's like it's, the, like it's it feels weird, like the rappy, weird owl. screamy. Yeah, the weird owl of metal. I don't know. It's odd. Yeah, I think that, wasn't there a big song that they made about like about eating pizza? Wasn't yeah. there like a whole song about eating pizza? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucked. Whatever. But yeah, no, it was yeah, very strange. Very we'll strange. Keep, again, we'll try to limit politics. Keep it at a minimum <laughs> here because yeah. we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. For sure. For sure. All right, dude. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend with the old fam bam. Try not to uh, push anybody off of a cliff or put them on any mountain bikes because, you know, sounds like you. Again, you I might. don't have the physique yet. Let me lose another 40 pounds so I can look like that guy and then I'm <laughs> on it. I'm on it. <laughs> All right, dude. Enjoy your weekend. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. Tune in next week. Let's go. Bye, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Before you go, if you enjoyed this episode, we would be so grateful if you could just hop on to Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and give us a five-star review. It really helps us out a lot. Also, check out our sponsors and the links provided in the description of the episode for some great discounts on products. If you want some short health tips and news sent to your inbox every week, do me a favor, jump on to healthybirds.org and sign up for our newsletter. If you have any questions, comments, or even complaints about my personality flaws, you can email me directly at dalton at healthybirds.org. We would love to connect with all of you. Until next time, be happy, be healthy.